And welcome into another edition of the Swarmcast. David Eichel here with HawkeyeInsider.com, part 24-7 Sports. Just a quick little uh, Swarmcast, a little bit of a special edition. Uh, Hawkeye Insider Sean Bach got together with top 247 tight end Thomas Fedoni, asked him about his recruitment, what his expectations are for the next year, and kind of how his life has changed going from a guy with that thought he was only going to get one or two offers to being the most sought-after tight end in the 2021 class, like I mentioned, the number one tight end by 24-7 Sports. About a 19-minute interview, really good stuff uh, from Sean and Thomas. So let's not waste any time. Uh, let's get right into that. And as always, stay tuned to HawkeyeInsider.com for the latest, and we are going to hopefully be bringing you more of this kind of, of content, especially with the slowing down of you know sports the sports world in general do the coronavirus but content is not going to be slowing down at hawkeyeinsider.com so stay tuned so i'll be quiet let's just tune in to sean and thomas's conversation so as promised guys we now welcome on council bluffs lewis central four-star tight end thomas fedoni also known as 24 7 sports number one tight end in the country um in the 2021 class thomas welcome to the show appreciate you coming on my man yeah, thank, thanks for having me, man. For sure, for sure. So, what you been up to lately? I mean, I know it's kind of it's kind of weird time for you. I mean, weird time for everyone going on, but you kind of seem to be less not maybe not as less busy, but kind of to be in a limbo period right now. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of nice though, actually, because it gives me a lot more time to just do kind of my own thing and go like work out on my own time and. I guess a regiment schedule is nice, but when you're, I don't know, school kind of sucks because you only get an hour to lift or something, so you have to kind of rush everything. But I, th- I like lifting. I like lifting um, on my own. Uh, lately, I've been lifting with, you know, Xavier Watts and some of his friends at first pick in Omaha. And um, I don't know if you know, you know Xavier, you know who Xavier Watts is? Yeah, Notre Dame kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been lifting with him for uh, a little while, a week or two. Wow, so things been going on. We've been getting a good lift in. And then uh, Max is back, so I just got done throwing with him today, and we're trying to keep that on schedule too. So, you know, I'm just getting as much work in as I can while I have the chance. So for people that don't know that Max, Thomas referring to Max Duggan, TCU quarterback, who was a four-star kid coming out of Lewis Central a couple of years back, which, man, you guys have been you guys have been on a roll lately with the talent you guys got, have coming out of school. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's just a testament to our coaches and the way they develop us in the weight room, and I don't know, just just the way they coach us on the field and off the field and in the weight room. I think it's just a big thing for us. So, I mean, kind of to get into a little bit, um, Max, what is he? What is he? Because I mean, he's a guy that's gone through the recruiting process before. Um, obviously, had a lot of suitors during his recruitment, and has he kind of given you any advice that maybe, um, like, hey, like. I don't know, just kind of just any kind of advice that he's given you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I've been throwing with him a lot, and I threw with Austin Simmons, the USD quarterback, who, you know, who's got a pro day, I think, coming up soon, and he's a stud. But the things that they both tell me is that, you know, they they, they can definitely they, – they both told me they can see where, like, you know, I guess all the – all the I don't know what you call it, I guess um, – I don't know, spotlight, whatever uh, type stuff is coming from. But they also say, you know, the best players always have a lot to work on. And, like, you know, Max was telling me today when when I come out of a break, don't don't 
don't chop it down, just one step hit and take off, you know, come out of your brake hard. You don't need to slow down on your brakes. So I was working on that a lot today and I don't know, just a bunch of little things with Max and all them that help. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's kind of go back to last summer. Obviously you had no offers until Iowa offered on what third um Hawkeye Tailgater in like late July or something like that. Yeah. Kind of take take me back to last summer. Like what was your kind of your mindset back then? I mean and what were you kind of thinking? I mean, it's not like you weren't on anybody's radars, but you didn't really have anything com- like going at that time in terms of recruitment. Yeah, uh, honestly, it was, it was kind of crazy. I knew um, kind of during the year, uh, co- some coaches, you know, they you know they bump into us, whatever, at the school. Um, and you know, I talked to I talked to some Iowa coaches at the school. They told me they watched me this year, and they were excited to get to see me, you know, my junior year and at camp. So I, you know, I, ha- I knew I had to make sure that I would show up and show out at camp, and that's exactly what I had to do. Um, I went to Minnesota's camp. It was the first camp, I think. Oh, sorry, I'll track it. So I went to Minnesota's camp, and you know, they showed me a lot of interest there too. They said, I remember specifically uh, the exact words from Coach Fleck after the camp. I got brought up with like I don't know ten other players probably into the coach's office, and you know, I kind of something was up. I was texting Logan the whole time while we were in. He was like, Yeah, bro, something's gonna happen. Whatever, nothing happened. You know, Coach Fleck, he brought me in the office. I was the last one to leave. It was like 11.30 at night. I was there from like 6 to six to 8 at the camp times, and then from like 8.30 to 11, just chilling out with all the coaches and playing like uh, basketball and arcade games in, in the Minnesota room. And I remember Coach Fleck told me, he said, you know, it's not about if you get an offer from us, it's about when. And, you know, after that, I kind of my, – my confidence boosted. I went to Iowa's camp. Um, every single coach from Iowa was like pushing me to the front line, pushing me to the front line, pushing me to the front line. I remember Coach Woods just pushed me to the front line, so I I, I got like the extra extra reps. I can you know there's you get that feeling like something's up you know like okay they want to see me they want they want to see me you know see how I move and everything. So I knew I knew I had to perform well there, and that's what I did. And then at that at the end of the at the end of that camp or not towards the end I guess they brought their best like their best their best um position players from each position whatever into the indoor. And they had them do like one on ones. And uh, I remember Coach Brian Ferentz just said, you know, he said, "We've seen enough of you, man. You trust me. We've seen enough of you. You don't need to impress us anymore." Uh, so it was along the lines of that. I remember. And uh, I was I quit. And then after that, you know, they all came and talked to me at, at that camp. And then I got invited to their tailgater, and that's kind of how it all went down at the tailgater. That's kind of I don't know. Is that actually not that true? Tailgater was really crazy. So I at, at the tailgate, um, I didn't have an offer really. I left I left the facility, didn't have an offer, and then I got a text from Logan because the coaches couldn't contact me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got a text from Logan saying, Hey, you need to go back to this facility and I went back and then that's when they offered me. So we originally left and then came back and then Coach Ferris was like, you know, we couldn't have you leave without offering you and then that's when it kinda of how that all sparked. Yeah, so I mean, what was it kind of like getting that first, getting that first one? It was crazy. It was a dream come true. It was really surreal for me and my family uh, sitting there with Coach Ferentz getting that offer. It was crazy. So I mean, now, like, fast forward, you what thirty five plus offers or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think I have thirty three or thirty four right now, but. Well, I mean, what's that? What's that been like? I mean, it's got to be a totally different way just like your life in general um 
from now until like what it was last year at this time. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a dream come true. And, you know, I just, I'm just trying to stay as humble as I can and, you know, help help the guy next to me. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do right now. It's just – it's really surreal for me and my family, and I'm just kind of taking it step by step. For sure. So talking, like, more present time, you cut your list to six last week. Why did you decide to end up doing that? Like, was there kind of just a moment, or did you kind of – was this kind of a long time coming? Oh, uh, this is definitely a long time coming. I think I think all the schools, me and my family, have been talking about and talking about. Um, you know, it was the same schools, same schools. Uh, the same schools are trying to build relationships with me, um, which is I think is the most important thing for me right now. Is just having that relationship with the coaches, the staff, and the Titans coach, because you know that's what I'm going to spend my every day, all every day, all day with. They're gonna be like my second family, so I know I'm gonna be one. Of, I'm gonna want to be close with them, and then um, just how they use their tight ends and how they use. And just, just the way they're using that offense. And I guess me and Max talking about it, honestly, Tay, it's not even about how they use a tight end. It's just where their best player is at. They're going to find their best player and find a way to use them. And and that's really true, and that's just what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to find a way to, you know, be one of those key players and uh, make plays for the teams. But those, that's, those are two reasons, two big reasons why those are my top six schools. So, I mean, you said you said before that you're still open. So have any other schools that have been showing interest outside of that? That was top six. Oh, yeah. have, have you have heavily considered those ones? Um, there is one or two that I'm con- mainly one that I'm considering outside of the top six. Um, Georgia, you know, they're kind of really they're right there with you know some of the, some of the schools and outside outside of my or inside of my top six, they're right there. Uh, they just, I think that I had just a bit like a little bit better relationship or. They used me a little bit better at one of the other schools in Georgia, but they're, they've definitely been keeping in contact with me throughout, even after my top six, trying to show me that they want me. But, yeah, that's who, that's probably the main school outside of my top six that I'm considering. What's it like? I mean, I know Council Bluffs and, like, Omaha, it's not a small kind of, – it's not a small place, but what's it kind of like to really be a kid from around there getting all these looks? Uh, it's, it's again, you know, it's just crazy. And I never, uh, if I'm going to be honest, I I thought that I'd, I'd have maybe, you know, one or two. Um, you know, every coach that's recruited me, I remember Coach Woods told me that I was going to have 25-plus. I didn't believe him. I told him, I said, you're crazy. I'm not going to have 25-plus. I mean, I was like, you're crazy. And then I had a trainer my sophomore year. I didn't have I didn't have any offers. But the trainer, his name is Mike Goolsby, and um, he trained at um, – or he, sorry, he, he played football at Notre Dame. He was a captain there. Um, played in the NFL, I think, for a few years. But he told me the same thing. He said, dude, you're going to have 25-plus offers. He's like, you know, just the way I move, I guess, and if, if I play tight end and I keep my size and speed and everything, that um, that this, that's just what's going to happen. And, again, I didn't believe him either. But I guess it's, it's like I said, surreal and it's happening. And I'm, just, again, taking it day by day. 
So, I mean, what, what kind of like lifestyle changes have you made, had, like, have you had to make like any changes with like social media and how you handle it? Just like, cause I've heard with kids before, like prospects your age that they've had to grow, like the process made them grow up faster. Do you kind of see that right now? Like, do you kind of feel you become more mature um, over the past couple months? I think, yeah, I think, I think, I don't know, the biggest thing for me was obviously definitely social media. It's not, a, I guess, not the biggest thing, but it's a definitely a big thing because, you know, now you have everybody watching you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all eyes are on you, and if you mess up, you're going to have those people that don't want you to succeed, they, they don't believe in you, don't think you should be where you're at. They're going to find that one thing that you do wrong and try to pin it against you. Um, so I, I definitely try to stay away from that, and I, I try to make the best decisions for myself which I've always done. I've always been a pretty mature kid, I guess, for my age, what I've been told. But, um, yeah, you definitely definitely have to grow up out in some areas. Uh, you have to be more responsible. And I've been taking all the free time I get and trying to, you know, better myself for football is what I've been doing. And, you know, I, I guess <laughs> not everyone does that. But that's honestly probably the biggest thing for me is just being more responsible with my free time and getting better and then just being more mature on, on social media. Yeah. What about like out in public? I mean, I'm sure you got people coming up to you asking for pictures and stuff. You had much of that? Um, I, I've had some little kids like when I was on the field, I've been on the field or stuff like that. Um, some little kids have DM me and asked for me for like, you know, to sign their pictures or send to my, my school or address or something. I don't get all my address, so I just tell them to give it send to my school or something. But yeah, I've had some of that stuff and I've had little kids, you know, uh, I like, uh, my seven on seven that, you know, seen video of me at the national combine or something. And so I talked to me. So I, I definitely try to be a role model to them and be someone they look up to for sure. Yeah, definitely. So I know we kind of talked about the schools and stuff, the top six. So I know things are kind of in limbo right now, but have you maybe thought about visit plans or official visits and what you kind of want to do with those? Yeah, I definitely have. Um, you know, I, I was going to take a, visits to Michigan and Notre Dame April 1st and 2nd and that kind of got screwed up with everything going on so I definitely wasn't able to do that um I think that would have helped me decide my officials but um I wasn't planning on taking officials to Nebraska or Iowa just because I've been there both six times I think five five or six times each which I think is you know enough for me to get to feel and understand and I, I mean I've been with the coaches so much I've been to the tailgate Iowa, I've been with all the coaches quite a bit. Nebraska all the time. I definitely, I've definitely had a lot of time with Nebraska coaches. Um, so I feel that uh, I've, I've had enough time there, and I don't need to take officials to Nebraska or Iowa, so I can have more chances to explore my options. That we, that I guess we don't have the money to go like farther away, so the officials can take care of that for us. Gotcha. So let's kind of talk about Nebraska a little bit too. Obviously, growing up in Council Bluffs. Um, being a huge fan of Nebraska, as you said before, what's that kind of like? I mean, people kind of assume that you're you're locked to Nebraska. What do you what do you kind of feel about that? I think it's kind of funny. Um, I don't know. My friends say it all the time too. I just kind of laugh at them. It's whatever. Uh, I grew just because I grew up a fan. It's totally different. I guess once you're in my position, you know. I remember I tell myself as a kid, like, yeah, dude, if I ever got an offer from Nebraska, I'd go there right away. But like once you get an offer from a school, you're not you don't have a favorite anymore. You just don't. It's just, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but you just don't have a favorite any, favorite anymore. 
and that's what happened to me in Nebraska. You know, I got my first offer from Iowa, and I, my eyes opened like, man, I could, could I see myself here? Could I see myself there? Um, just like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but, yeah, I think it's funny. People, I think people would just say that because I was a childhood fan, but I don't know. So how are you able to separate that? I don't know. Um, I think it just can't, like, it just kind of happens. Like, when, I remember, like I said, when I got my offer from, you know, I got my first few offers, I think, was um, uh, Iowa, Minnesota, and, like, Kansas State. And then once those, once I had those, Nebraska wasn't talking to me. I was like, okay, what the hell? Like, what? We're like, sorry, what the heck? I don't know what's going on. Like, guys don't know. Like, I don't know. I was kind of getting mad. Like, I, I, I went to their camp, and I did really good at their camp. I remember they told me they're, they're going to keep in touch. And it was, I don't know. Just I think it just does it for yourself. Like, I think anyone, like, say you grew up a fan of Iowa, even if you got that Iowa offer right away, I think you're you, even even if you got that Iowa offer and you grew up a fan of Iowa, most kids would be like, I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to see what happens, you know. You're not a fan anymore. I think you know that something else could be coming sooner than later. If that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, so kind of when are you looking to make a decision? I mean, obviously with everything going on, it's kind of tough to give out like a real exact timeline. But what what when have you been kind of like what's been a decision maybe or when in the back of your mind? Uh, I, I wanted to do August, July, but – I don't know. I guess we'll see now with everything going on. Mm-hmm. So what, like, what are your factors in a school? I mean, you've always talked about how they use tight ends, but just like at the bigger picture, what are, what, what's this decision going to come down to? I think just, I don't know how the school will use me and how the impact I'll have, not necessarily right away, but just the impact I'll have on the team and, um, and I'm not. I'm not saying I'm looking for early playing time, but I think if I can get early playing time, I could, I could use that to my advantage if I'm if I'm there. Like if I know I'm ready to play, say I'm I'm ready to play as a freshman, then I'll do that. But if I'm not ready, I won't. But I think that, I don't know. Just uh, the impact that I'll have, the, the relationships that I have, and I guess obviously schooling. But my biggest thing right now is, you know, just getting to that next level. How they'll use you? What if like some school said like how they'll use you and what and what sort of like they want you lined up on the line like with the hand down or do you do they like you on the outside? Like what? How school said they want to use you? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, pretty much every single school that's offered me wants me to use, wants to use me as a, um, you know, like a hybrid type tight end. Uh, you know, that'll run the wide receiver type routes. Not, not nothing quick, or sorry, nothing deep. More of like the quick intermediate game, you know, slant, not slants, but like outs, digs, um, seams, stuff like that. Just mass, mismatches. Is that kind of what you do in high school too? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So I mean, how was it this season? I mean, obviously you had a target on the bat, on your back with the offers coming in. So how did you, how did you, how would you kind of assess your junior year? Um, I, I definitely think I had a good junior year. I mean, if you go look 
I don't know if you have, but if you look at my sophomore film and then look at my junior film, it, it's, it's insane. It's so much different. I, even I'm like, wow. And then, you know, the same thing's going to happen. I know it. Like, I can feel myself. I know when you can feel it, like, you can feel yourself improve and get better. Um, this that happened to me last year. It's happened to me again. You know, I, I feel like I'm going to have a really good year this year. But last year, yeah, um, it was kind of a growing year. I had, there's a lot of things I had, like, you know, it was new. I had to get used to. But I think that, I don't know what am I trying to say. I, I think the last year, was, it, was, it was a good year, pretty good year for me. There's a, lot, there's a lot of things, small things I can improve on, but that's what I'm working on now. Yeah, so what are the expectations for next year? I mean, because you guys will have a new quarterback too, right? Yeah, Brandon Cameron. He's, he's going he's gonna to be something special. He'll be really good. Um, right now he's young, you know. He's pretty raw, uh, you know, just like I was. He, he's, he's, he's in the lab all the time. His dad's the head coach, so I know his dad's always working with him. But, yeah, he'll be good. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for him. But my goal this year, um, you know, hopefully 50, 50 catches for like 900 yards, thousand yards. That'd be nice. That's my goal. State championship too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's all. I think that's all we got for today, Thomas. Appreciate you coming on, my man. I'm sure we'll we'll be talking soon in the near future. Give him what's your drop your uh, your social media on here too. All right, for sure. Um. I think my, my Instagram, you know, just my name, Thomas Fedoni. And then my my uh, Twitter is also my name, just Thomas Fedoni. So pretty easy to find. I should pop up. And that was Sean Bach's interview with top, top 247 tight end, Thomas Fedoni, number one tight end by 24-7 Sports. It'll be interesting to see uh, where he winds up. Obviously still wide open uh, in the recruiting process. And it'll be interesting to see what schools he actually takes official visits too but that's gonna do it just for the short edition of the swarm cast we'll be back a little bit later this week we also have another recruiting podcast coming up with sean bach and dylan Byrne. obviously stay with us at hawkeyeinsider.com follow me on twitter at david eichelt d-a-v-i-d-e-i-c-k-h-o-l-t follow our staff as well follow sean s bach 247 and d burn 247 on twitter and of course follow hawkeyes on 24 7 Obviously, sports are at a little bit of a standstill right now, but we've turned out over 60 pieces of content over the last week, and we don't plan on slowing down anytime soon. So stay safe, stay vigilant, and uh, enjoy your time in quarantine. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.